This is Learn It From An 80s Song. I am your coach, Patricia Freiberg. This is I Love the 80s meets the healing of storytelling and the positive impact of music. Inspiring guests share their powerful stories, yielding incredible strengths. Through both story and music, this podcast will elevate your mood, providing you with a positive outlook. It will ignite recall so that you can tap into your own life experiences. We don't just hear the knowledge and wisdom gained from our podcast guests. Through powerful story, we can live it. Today, we have a very special guest. Her name is Petra Kolber. She is an author, speaker, podcast host, and most recently, yes, a DJ. In August 2018, Petra released her very first book, The Perfection Detox, which was recently translated into French and Spanish. Muy bueno. Petra has over 30 years of experience in the wellness industry and is a certified performance coach with a specialty in positive psychology. As a two-time cancer survivor, she is passionate about waking people up to the precious gift of time and works with individuals and companies to help them get unstuck so they can become unstoppable. So let's give a big, warm welcome to Petra Kolber. Thank you for being here. Oh my gosh, Patricia, I am so excited to be a part of your podcast. Thank you for inviting me on. Yes, I want to talk about the first time that we ever met. Now, I always knew of you teaching fitness in the 1990s in New York City because you and I were there at the same time. And you were like the biggest deal in New York. You taught it, I believe it was Reebok Sports Club, and there were like wall-to-wall people to get into your class. I remember this well. But the first time I actually got to to meet you and be introduced to you was uh, in 2006 when we were working on opening uh, the flagship membership model of Yoga Works uh, here in Westlake Village. And what struck me about you right away and about Petra for our audience is that is her generosity as a leader and a teacher. She has a unique way about picking out the best in people. And as a coach and a mentor, I see her as a mirror for greatness. And that sums it up perfectly for Petra. Wow. Well, can I just have you just follow me everywhere and remind me how amazing I am? <laughs> I forgot. You know, Patricia, I had forgotten that we had worked together at Yoga Works. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. That was, a, that was a beautiful time. That's when we really got to know each other. Thank you absolutely. for that trip down memory lane. I love it. Uh, absolutely. And I also have Petra to thank for getting this podcast up and running. And I'm going to reference right now the Perfection Detox because, you know, this, this chapter, chapter 12, really uh, spoke to me and I'll share with you why. I uh, am a perfectionist um, and what uh, paralyzes me from getting things done is this perfectionism. And what I loved about um, this page, I'm going to read you a little excerpt as we got permission from Petra. I'm going to read it to you. Sometimes you've got to just pull the trigger, take a step, big or small, 
before you think you're ready so that you can move forward. All of us have something that has been on our back burner as we wait for the perfect time to arrive. Guess what? The perfect time to begin is today in this step. While I won't be asking you to take a huge, unrealistic leap into a full-blown action, I will be nudging you to the end of the diving board so that you're ready to take the leap. So here's how this works with this podcast. So I was talking to Petra. We were talking about something else we're working on together. And I was telling her about the podcast and she says, Patricia, you got to do this. And she also gave me a deadline. She said, by May 1st, I needed to have my first episodes done. And I told her, I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. This is the perfect time. I have a closet. I can film it. (laughs) And it's quiet and away from my kids. So um, I thank you, Petra, for not letting this perfectionism of having to have this perfect podcast. Um, you know, I just thank you for making me take that leap. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. And you know what, actually now they're talking about the eighties, right? Which you Let's think about the most imperfect time with the perms and the scrunchy socks. So there's anything we can take from the 80s is like totally letting go of perfection, bringing the joy back. But really, I'm so proud of you because you're not alone. I mean, I lived this way for so long, right? It's this idea of like, we want to share so badly what we believe will help others. But there's this whole little tape in our voice and on our heads saying it's got to be basically... Cassette tape just right. showed up for something. <laughs> clunky cassette tape going, you know, you need to know everything before you get started. You need to have it perfectly figured out. And as you know so well, Patricia, the way we get closer to like being our best is by putting it out there, getting some feedback, doing it again. So I'm so excited to be a part of this. Well, thank you again, Petra, for being here and, and being instrumental in making this happen. All right. So now it's time. We need the big reveal, the big reveal of what song inspired and resonates with the story that Petra is going to tell us today. Drum roll, please. It's Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. Yes. Nice. So good. So good. Great choice. And that was 1985. 1985 for you 80s junkies out there. So Petra, I want to hear your story. Which part? <laughs> That's a lot of 80s stories. Exactly. Tell us your story that really resonates with that song. Well, you know, I think in the 80s, I'm just trying where I'm, I'm doing the math now, like how old was I 83? So I was 20. In 1983, I was 20. So there's two things, Patricia. It was the first time I had met Americans, right? Because I was a dancer and I'd always danced in England. And then I got this contract to dance in South Africa. This was back years ago. My mom's sister lived in South Africa. So I was one of the few dancers. It was a global cast and it was the first time I met Americans. And they literally were like, we can rule the world. It was this idea of we can do anything. And because I'd grown up in this small town, Patricia, called, it was called West Kirby near Liverpool. We were not brought up to believe, you know, we weren't brought up to think that you you deserve to dream big. It's almost like 
Don't get too big for your britches. Don't stand out. It's called the tall poppy syndrome, right? Don't don't make a wave because if you're successful, that means someone else has to like, you know, sacrifice themselves, which is a bunch of baloney. But so it was the first time I was dancing with these Americans and it just, it felt limitless. It felt like we all want to rule the world with love. And it was just that it was also the introduction, you know, before they even start singing, there was this thing that it just swelled up in me. Like I remember meeting these the Americans and going, I don't know who these people are but they're like unicorns. And they just allowed me to see the possibility of how life could be lived. And this song just moves me back to that place right now. I can still go back to this time. And they were so resourceful. They were so creative. They were so talented. They were so kind. And that, that song and that time, Patricia, I think really was a pivot moment for me where I got to see the possibility of how life could look like. And that to to rule the world, your own personal world, did not mean um, at anyone else's cost, right? So I can rule my world. I can share my world with your world. And it doesn't mean that as my world you know, is bright and magnificent, that your light or universe is dim. So that's uh, why I love that song. Oh, that's a beautiful story. Uh, and I had not heard uh, the puppy syndrome, you know? I, that's a really... Uh, that's a really interesting um, way of putting it. Uh, very nice. And it's almost as though during that time, like the curtain was left up and you were able to step into your greatness. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. It's, it's so you just, as you said that, Patricia, this memory came back that I had completely forgotten about. We had um, a composer who created the entire show. The, the whole show was, was genius. It was unique choreography. It was new, unique as a uh, score. It was absolutely genius. It was one of the biggest female comedians at the time was a star. She passed, unfortunately, of cancer a few years later. But I remember the composer coming up to me and I was too young to remember this. And he he said to me, I don't know why I've not had this thought for so long. He said to me, he goes, you are destined for greatness. And I was like, what? But like, it was like idea of someone saw me in a way that I couldn't even begin to see myself. And it, um, not, the, I think we're all destined for greatness, right? But and greatness to me means fulfilling your potential. 100%. Like whatever your potential is, that is greatness to me. But it was the first time I think someone had seen me in a way that it was impossible for me to see myself. So yeah, it was that kind of you know veil being lifted, and uh, yeah, it really was a magical moment in time. Wow! And you know, I have a couple thoughts about this. And number one is the power that music has on bringing back those memories from a cellular level. And that is just so interesting. And it's not surprising that hearing the song and talking about it would then trigger those, those thoughts. But what I found most interesting is in the very beginning of the podcast, I told you about what my very first impression of you was, and that was a mirror for greatness. And that's, that was exactly, exactly it. You see the best in people. You can spot it. And you, and you tell us to go that direction. And um, it's interesting that, that it's quite full circle. Thank you. I'm going to have to listen to this song more often. I'm going to put it on repeat again. We need strong leaders right now. So, you know. <laughs> um, that is the truth. Are you that? I think that's so true. That's why I love this podcast, Patricia, because you know, I think we all, you know, the world needs us all right now, our voices, our thoughts, our ideas. And for those of us that feel stuck, it is, it really is pull out that 80s song that reminds you of, 
of right. your best self, right? Absolutely. And just and trying to just every day keep moving forward, which is what I've been trying to do and putting that perfectionism, you know, that procrastination, that paralysis aside and like just keep going, keep going, keep going one foot in front of the other. So what strengths do you think you gained from that time period? So for I just did my character strengths. I would say during that period, it was curiosity. Mm. And love of learning because it was interesting. We were, we were, gosh, there's so many memories flooding back. It's all your fault, Patricia, for this great <laughs> idea. Um, it was a moment, I was out in, in South Africa for a year and a half. It was a long dance contract and it got renewed. But we, it was almost like, it was like Las Vegas in South Africa before it was fully built. So we had, it was this complex, it was a theater. It was a big arena where they had big stars come in. I saw Liza Minnelli. I watched her dress rehearsal. I had tea with Liza Minnelli. I did a dance class with Liza Minnelli. It was an incredible time. And again, all these Americans, we had to be really resourceful because there wasn't a lot to do apart from do the show. So they they were teaching. People were doing ballet classes. They were doing singing classes. We were doing Jane Fonda classes. We had weightlifting classes, you name it. And it was a time of curiosity and I guess love of learning that still Mm -hmm. serves me today. But it was looking at the world, uh, Patricia, through a completely different lens and experiencing it through the lens of possibility versus, I'm trying to think of the word that we would use in England. It certainly wasn't possibility. It was almost like predictability, right? Mm. This is your place on the planet. This is where you belong. This is what you're destined to do. Don't think above your pay grade, that kind of thing. And so it was definitely curiosity, possibility, and love of learning. Yes, those are beautiful strengths uh, coming from that. And how do you think that you apply that today in 2020? Oh my gosh. Well, talk about the world that we live in right now. We got to get curious, right? Mm -hmm. And also see the possibility. And I think my love of learning has never gone away. It just changes. And, you know, whether it's learning technology to be able to do things I want to do, technology to save money so I don't have to outsource it. And I think the curiosity of, you know, open-ended questions with myself and the people I, I speak to, it's, if we can, when we can get curious about the world, even in the state that it's in right now, as we're having this conversation, and then we can look at it through the lens of possibility versus doubt, right? And right. we hold both in our hands. We have faith and fear. We have, you know, worries, but also possibility. You know, we have moments of complete doubt, but then when we can look at it through the lens of appreciation and what could I learn? How could I grow? Um, how can I step even further into our greatness, right? So I just think all of that bears so well, actually, especially for this moment in time. Agreed. That's beautiful. Yes. And I think 100%, that's where my head is right now. It's like, you know, you have those moments of doubt and then you have those moments of possibility. And I'm, I, on a daily basis, I make a decision on possibility. And it has to be like, all right, I'm having my morning coffee. I start with a workout. I have my routine. I catch up on the news, you know, workout. And then after that exercise, after I work out, then it's like possibility, you know, and I think, you know, following a routine during this time and then also making that decision to, to take that choice, to, to make the choice of possibility. Because I do think in this time, Patricia, it's this idea we, 
we could feel very stuck mm. and there's nothing wrong. There are very real worries out there. You know, we both, we love psychology, both of us. And in positive psychology, where we definitely tilt the lens more towards the positive, but there's some very real fears. I'd be ignorant to not acknowledge that. And even within that, I call it, it's like interval training for life. Yes. <laughs> so we ride the dips, right? And we feel the fear, but we don't make our choices uh, that could, you know, uh, affect our future from that. We make friends with it. We sit with it. We allow ourselves to feel afraid. And then as we ride that uptick to more possibility thinking, that's where I make my choices. And I just think in this moment of uncertainty, like you had said, it's moment by moment we get to choose. It's breath by breath. It's do-over by do-over. And even in this time of uncertainty, though, it's, this is the moment we get to plant those seeds. Mm-hmm. Take the time and plant the seeds and take the risks and try something new like a podcast or whatever it is that you guys want to do. And then that's going to really help move you small step by small step into this incredible future. And let's be honest, we never knew what tomorrow was going to bring. We just thought we did. Right. So this whole idea of certainty has now we've been rattled to our core. And if we actually go back two months, Patricia, you and I never knew what tomorrow was going to bring. No. So let's use this as a new place to learn and rediscover the possibility and the greatness that comes by staying in the moment, not multitasking, by working with our, our strengths, you know, making friends with our fears, and then bringing all of that, our whole human self, into the magic of the future. Absolutely. Beautifully said. Very nice. And I think that's a great challenge for our audience today. It's, you know, let's, let's put that action item out there for you guys and look at what are you deciding today? You know, are you, are you in that doubt phase or are you looking at that possibility? And I encourage you, both Petra and myself, you know, we have to make that decision on like breath by breath. Sometimes it's not day by day, you know, on, on that. Um, and how we are all impacted by this and um, COVID-19. So that's our action item for you. We'd love to hear how it goes. So now we got to get into some nitty gritty. I want to know, Petra, you have a story for us about Tears for Fears, because that was who you chose today. And, and I believe it's from the land down under. I want to hear more. Oh, it was such a full circle moment, Patricia. I cannot remember the exact year. I'm trying to think. I was going, I was flying to Australia to present in a convention, Filex. So it wasn't that long ago. I'm thinking maybe, maybe six, six, seven years ago. And my sister came with me. And, you know, if you were were flying from, I think, New York, we arrived in Sydney and you got to stay up. You have to stay up. So you normally arrive like at 6 a.m. And I know the biggest mistake you can do is like go to bed. So we got off the plane, we checked into our hotel, and then we went to get a Starbucks. And I remember this. And we went to the Starbucks and there wasn't a restroom in the Starbucks. So I went to go to the restroom and then my sister was chatting to this guy. I I remember we were talking about Twitter, like how many characters you're allowed to use in Twitter. I don't know what that was about. So I come back and she goes, would you go out tonight? And I'm like, I didn't, I'm like, why? And she goes, well, this guy is, you know, the, you know, the song sowing the seeds of love. Well, there's that, but it was, yeah. um, and, and also, oh, it was, they had a female in one of their songs and this guy was also a percussionist and he sang her vocals oh. and he working with Tears for Fears. And so we got VIP tickets to yes. see Tears for Fears with Spandau Ballet <gasps> in Sydney. And my sister couldn't believe that I would stay up and go out late at night. She's like, you go out because I'm such a party pooper. She goes, 
you mean you'll stay up? I was like, are you kidding me? It's tears for fears. It was epic. And we were at like these front row seats and it was just, and they sounded just as good then as they did in the 80s. Yay. All right. Final question. What album best resonated with you in the 80s? Looking back. Oh, it throws me back. Flashdance. Because again, I, I was still in South Africa and it was, so we also had a movie theater and it would show one movie. It was actually our dance theater, our show theater that was transformed into the movies when we weren't in the, you know, when our show wasn't on. Flashdance just came out. Oh my gosh, Jennifer Beals and that off the shoulder mm. sweatshirt, and that whole lobster scene, I can still remember it. And I just thought it was the sexiest thing I'd ever seen. And the soundtrack. And I think I must have seen that show like 16 times. And it also brings back another memory of a yellow Walkman. I remember this dancer, I can't remember his name, Reagan. He was actually on a Madonna video. Reagan had his mom coming over to visit and she brought my yellow Walkman. It was the first time Walkmans came out. So I had flash dance on repeat cassette on my Walkman. Must have watched the movie a hundred times. And everything about that movie, the soundtrack just throws me back into this memory of possibility. Yes, that's awesome. That reminds me of a funny story about my first ever exposure to Walkman. And I talk about flooding of memories. This is actually quite humiliating. I um, put those, the earphones in, right? And wasn't it amazing when you first heard that sound? You know, like in both ears? I mean, it, it was incredible incredible. So I had put them on. I was upstairs and someone's like, oh yeah, try my headphones. And I was changing. We had just been swimming and I put them in my ears and I was listening. I was like, wow, putting my clothes on. And I started walking downstairs at my friend's house and I had no pants on. I had no, I was so distracted by, by having the headphones on and hearing that amazing music in both ears at the same time, you know, and uh, on that little yellow Sony Walkman that I had forgotten my pants. So um, luckily I am, I am wearing pants now. I do have headphones on, so it's all good. But I love you bringing up uh, that Walkman story because that, that was a special, special gadget. I actually still have one. I know. I have one downstairs. They need to bring it back. The yellow, this is a time right now. Sony needs to bring the yellow Walkman back. I tell you, they would sell out. Uh, yes. Yes, definitely. Well, Petra... I just want to thank you so much uh, for being here today on the show and, um, and thank you for your, uh, your inspiration and seeing that greatness uh, in everyone uh, that you come in contact with. So until next time, everything you ever needed to know, you learned from an 80s song. Thanks again for checking us out. Thank you so much for listening. We want to hear from you. First of all, tell us how these totally rad stories have inspired you. If you have a story with an 80s song inspiration, we want to hear it. You think this podcast is like totally tubular? Well, we would love your review. Stay connected with us on Podopolo and download the app today. Visit me at www.patriciafreiberg.com. Thank you, and we look forward to a double boost of inspiration next Motivational Music Monday.